Welcome to the Management Insights Podcast Series hosted by McGraw-Hill. My name is Debbie Clare, Executive Marketing Manager for our Management Portfolio. Today's topic, Leveraging Strategy in the Exploding Digital Economy. Our guest, Jerry McNamara. Thanks for joining us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm the Broad Professor of Management at Michigan State University. I've been on the faculty at Michigan State for 22 years now. My research focuses on strategic decision-making and specifically how uh, individual organizational and competitive factors influence the strategic choices firms make. And I've been a proud contributing co-author to the DES Strategic Management Textbook for about 10 years now. Excellent. So let's dig in. How would you define the digital economy? Well, in a broad sense, is what it really is about is how economic transactions and business operations are changing over time and becoming more fully based on digital computing technologies. And how widespread are the effects of this digital transformation? Well, what we've seen is we've seen it unfold over time. It, you know, I guess the, the easiest way to think about it is who is not being affected by it. And the answer there is very few. Uh, but we see it, obviously, it began in more technology-based markets. And we saw a whole range of firms emerge that were digitally based, such as Amazon, Lyft, and Uber. But we've seen it extend more fully into uh, the old big iron type of industries and other service industries where they're all being impacted by this digital transformation. And what types of companies are really being affected? Well, as I said before, we, we, you know, the obvious examples we think of are the firms that are really digitally based. Uh, and so that does include firms like Amazon, uh, Lyft, uh, Uber, others that are really technology-based. But uh, what we see now is we see the, the growing influence of this. If you think about all of these, you see direct competitors and how they're responding. So if it's Amazon, you see Home Depot has to respond directly to that. If you see uh, even in, in established markets like Tesla coming in, you see other firms having to respond to the transformation that they're making in markets. Or Airbnb, we see the big hotel chains now have to respond to that. So we've seen this growing influence across a wide range of firms, and also it creates opportunities for firms that otherwise would be somewhat limited. Uh, so small upstart firms are much more capably reach end customers uh, than they would have in prior business generations. How do you leverage strategy in this exploding digital economy? Well, the, th- the thing that, that we've got to think about with this is that the, the old saying of the more the world uh, changes, the more it stays the same. That the fundamental uh, business uh, strategy uh, factors that drive success are driving success in these markets. Firms just have to figure out how to leverage the technology to then use their existing uh, way of operating. So you know, one of the real focuses we talk about in strategy is the idea of the resource-based view of the firm, how firms are sets of resources and when they're unique and they can leverage them effectively, they can compete in markets. And so you find that firms today, they still need to do this, but it increasingly is thinking how they augment what they've had before with these digital technologies. And what do you see as the long-term effects of these changes? The, the thing that I personally find interesting about this is there's some sort of interesting ironies between it, that with the advent of digital technologies, you find, for example, I don't need to have scaled manufacturing facilities. I can contract it out through digital transactions. Um, I, can, I don't have to use a, a, uh, a middleman to get my product to market. I can sell directly to customers. So fundamentally, the entry barriers to markets have gone down, meaning it's easier to enter into markets. But ironically, what we find is the firms that leverage these uh, transitions well, 
they're actually coming to dominate those markets. You know, winner-take-all type markets or winner-take-most markets. So you find it's easy to enter. But there also is a lot high failure rate, and those that win come to dominate, which is why you find firms like Uber and Lyft, they're in this massive race to grow and, and advance to the point where they dominate markets uh, as quickly as possible, because they feel like there's going to be one, possibly two winners out of it, which we've seen with Alibaba in, uh, in China. We've seen it with Amazon, with, uh, uh, with uh, uh, distributing products in the United States. Uh, but the, the, uh, so you have this thing where it's easier to enter but their stakes are large to try to dominate it. Um, the other thing that happens is we've found increasing customer expectations. They can get customized products from so many different suppliers now. Uh, they can get it in a timely manner, how you reach them uh, and how quickly you can service them and how, uh, how you design things specifically for them. Customers have extremely high expectations now. And these digital technologies also allow them to get this instant feedback, which there can be a snowball effect for corporate reputation. You think about someone like uh, you know, a Yelp review for restaurants. I know those can explode and cause uh, both positive and negatives for firms. And so the, uh, the importance of getting uh, actions right are increasingly important with those rising customer expectations. Um, we also find, ironically, that firms are thinning out their value chains in that I don't have to work through middlemen suppliers and middleman distributors, but we find them partnering more intensely with a wider range of development partners. So I might work with a, with a research and development team, or we might find several firms and markets work together to develop an architecture technology because some of these are actually quite expensive uh, to build out. So you find the way in which firms work with each other are changing. Uh, and firms have to become much more flexible in how they interact with other firms in their markets. So there's a lot of agility going on. There is a lot of agility, but ironically, again, if you get it right and you take uh, take a stance to dominate it, you take a position of dominance, those tend to be very enduring. I mean, most of us think, if you think about, is Amazon likely to be the, the predominant online retailer 15 years from now? I think most of us would say yes, because they've really built out a dominant position. Do we think that uh, Google and Microsoft are going to be the dominant players in cloud computing technology? Yes, because they've scaled out in a way that other firms aren't able to leverage. And the other thing that's interesting about digital technology, think about the range of information that is available to these firms, uh, that they know more about customers, whether whether it be uh, that they've got technology to look at where your eye is focusing on screens now, to know what's actually, on a marketing standpoint, what's actually working with you, what are the primary concerns of, of customers, um, you know, what time of day they buy, what they prefer in, in the different click sequence that they go through, all these things they know about you. And they, they can build these intense uh, relationships with their customers in ways that uh, essentially lock in those customers for an extended period of time. So you need to be extremely agile, even at that point, though, because customer expectations change rapidly. And you think about, again, anything that happens that becomes sort of digitally transmitted, uh, you can actually have that affect a firm very negatively very quickly. Uh, so if it's something about, uh, you know, with information, that if there's information leakage, that they're inappropriately using your information, selling it to a third-party vendor who then is doing something to you, Firms can be hammered very quickly by that and very dramatically. So they do have to be agile, but they have to work towards that dominant market position. 
And in what ways are firms responding to this digital transformation? What like influences whether they're going to be successful or not? Well, the thing that, that that's kind of interesting about this, again, I'll cycle back to something I said before, is we can't lose sight of who we are as firms and how we create value for our customers. What are the core resources that we have that we can leverage out in markets? Um, how is it that uh, we're building a certain reputation in a market? And everything you do digitally has to be has to support those aims. So we want to become better versions of ourselves in going into this digital market. And an example of a firm I'd, I'd give you who's done this fairly successfully is Home Depot. Uh, you think about Home Depot. It's a warehouse store. You buy you know, your, 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 uh, your hardware at it. You buy your home improvement goods at it. Uh, how's that affected by digital technology? I was sitting down with the senior executives at Home Depot a few years ago, and it, it was amazing how much they saw Amazon as being a threat to their market. They'd seen, you know, the, uh, they'd seen the, the digital transformation of re- retailing affect so many other firms they, that are in related markets to theirs, and they weren't sure what was going to happen. But what they did is they found ways, they changed their marketing mix to go from hard print to go much more digital. In doing that, with, they got the clicks to understand what customers valued in the markets at that point. They set up entire systems to where you could uh, uh, order from home and pick up at the store or order and have it delivered home. It's uh, w- w- In doing this omni-channel strategy they laid out, they were leveraging how people viewed Home Depot and how much they trusted them for what, they, for what, uh, what uh, Home Depot offers. And they figured out how to do that digitally. And a, I think a perfect example of that is you know, most of us who are do-it-yourselfers at home, you go into Home Depot, I don't know what to do. I'm going to talk with the sales associate. Can they tell me what to do? Well, Home Depot has an entire digital platform now that is sort of an organized YouTube video setting, if you will, about how to do things in your house. And they'll actually come out with, uh, they're developing a system uh, to come out with uh, uh, parts lists of what you need, which you can then transmit to the store and go and pick up the entire set they have there. And uh, if you're only buying certain parts of it, the sales associate looking at can actually say, do you actually need those washers? Uh, do you need the other feed, the feed line? Whatever else you need for it. And you find that what they're doing is a great example of a firm who is, knows who they are, how they create value, what, what reputation they have, what they do for customers, what their core resources are, and figuring out how do we do that better in a digital world. So the Home Depot stores aren't going away, but they're becoming much more digital. Do you have any other examples like that? Any other examples like, like that? Well, I happen to be working, sitting across from from one working from McGraw Hill here. And I think that's actually a pretty good example of types of things that they're doing as far as we live in a world of where it has been printed books and you buy them and you go, but this is becoming very much of a digital world now. So working where we've, uh, there's systems uh, uh, where uh, you get an ebook. Uh, and then there are uh, modules, the, the smart book module, where you can actually set up uh, adapt a learning tool so your students are reading the books. And then when, uh, they, uh, when they're done, they get a little quiz on what they've learned from it. And it points out the areas which they're deficient in their learning. And so you find where we've gone from a very you know, static print edition to something that's much more dynamic. It's customizable, but the technology can actually be leveraged uh, to, to use that out. Um, we find other firms struggling, but they're trying to get that direction. So for example, uh, some of the major hotel chains now are going uh, are, are tossing around the idea of having more of an Airbnb model where they actually work with other providers and they'll have a whole suite of, you could be at a hotel room, you could be at a, at a, at a rental unit nearby, depending on the needs of customers. But what they're doing is they've got this entire customer base built out and uh, by providing more than what Airbnb is providing, they'd be able to provide an entire suite of solutions. And it's that kind of combination that we think are going to be successful moving forward, again, for Firms that know what they're good at 
and knowing how to be better by leveraging digital technologies. I was going to say, digital is here to stay, and people have to adapt accordingly, right? <laughs> that, that, that's very much the case. I mean, it, it's I think higher education is a perfect example as well. We're changing the way we deliver uh, to, to, to meet those needs also. Uh, so it's an interesting time, but it's one where I think we don't want to lose, lose track of what does really make firms successful. It's knowing who your customers are, knowing what you do as a firm, and knowing how to build a strong relationship with your customer base. Now, Jerry, any closing comments or advice for your peers? Uh, closing advice for my peers. Here's the, the one thing I've got uh, uh, for, for peers out there, more, for, more from an, uh, an, an academic standpoint, is the customer, or the, sorry, the students that we interact with, they live in this world on a regular basis. They've grown up in a world where what they do is, is are digital transactions. And so I think one of the things we can do as instructors is actually draw upon that and have some really interesting discussions. And when we talk about base strategy concepts, how these students see the world and how they might actually see it slightly differently or they see the opportunities and the challenges of interacting in this digital world. Well, Jerry, thank you for your time and sharing your perspective, experience, and advice. To our listeners, check back for future topics and spread the word to your colleagues about our podcast series. Why? Because learning changes everything. <laughs>